You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Houston, Texas, oil money. What do you know about it? I don't know nothing about no fucking oil money. I know George W. Bush. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Oilers, right? Is that a that's like a hockey team? I think. What uh, what do you know about uh, personal wealth? Mm, I don't have much of it. What do you know about spiritual wealth? Oh, I'm rich in that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, are you uh, feeling good because you? Witness to friends, nuptials, you're feeling uh, uh, romantic, maybe um, uh, spiritual almost. I wouldn't go that far, but it was uh, it was a fun wedding. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm having a much better time in New York than I did the last time I was in New York. Much better time. It's Although it is raining right now, which is fucking whack. When are you coming back? Do you have any plans to return? Uh, yeah, at some point. I don't know. Probably next week, I guess. You really play it fast and loose. When did you become so wealthy that you can just buy a plane ticket at any time? Are you taking privates now? I'm taking privates, dude. It's uh, I don't I don't I don't I don't live by I, I live by my rules. I live by my time. I go I come and go at the whim of my own desire. I don't I'm not tied to any person, place, or thing. If I want to be in Los Angeles, I'll go be in Los Angeles. If I want to be in New York, I'll be in New York. You're in Houston. The place nobody wants to be. Nobody wants to be. And I, as I understand it, you drove there from Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that, I mean, you got to flee Philadelphia. So that part makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Houston sound. Well, I don't know. I, I, I haven't been to Houston, but I have been to Philadelphia. And yeah, Philadelphia makes me want to go anywhere else on the planet. So tell me about Houston. Did you, you just arrived? Uh, arrived. Uh, well, I've been in the city for two hours, but that's what it takes to get across the city. So I, I've been here. I just got to my destination, though, because it was on the far side of Houston. And to get from one end of Houston to the other, uh, it's, it's an endeavor. It's, a, it's like the Iditarod or maybe uh, Shackleton's uh, Journey. It, it is, uh, there's no fast travel, no video game style fast travel. It's, uh, you have to walk the entire fucking way. It's a walking simulator. It's a very it's, boring video game. It's the trail of tears. Yeah. I was told that I can't use that today. It's a very sensitive subject out here. It was, it's the baton death march. <laughs> okay. That, that one's all right. <laughs> is that, that, that <laughs> I think that's, there's fewer people sensitive about that one. No one knows what that one is, right? That one's lost to history. Yeah. I, I'm sure that there's been a couple other bad ones um uh, all right listen last week i feel like we gave the worst performance of our lives <laughs> that might be true i want to make up for it give people what they want entertain a little bit cha 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 uh i don't know anything about what's going on in the world anyway yeah neither uh, do i and i have to say it is 
I know, I know that for the better part of a year, possibly longer, we've been saying uh, how how cached everything is, and I can't, I can't even stress how, like, I can't even listen to the things that like I listen to anymore, like my little my little YouTube morning shows and my little yeah, podcasts. I just, I just fucking can't. Like things that I would get joy from. I can't do it. I can't talk about masks. I can't talk about mandates. I can't fucking do it anymore. So we got to figure something out. I, I don't know what people want. I could read the Wikipedia article for the Baton Death March. Maybe <laughs> like Is that what you have to? no. So now I have I have friends that uh, just send me like so a, a buddy of mine who's FDNY. He uh, he got clued into Rub Maps. And now everyone in his in his uh, engine is has made a Rub Maps account, and they will just they just hang out together, and they read Rub Maps to each other. <laughs> is this true? This is I'm dead serious. Engine three sixty eight in in Bushwick, wherever it is he works, I forget. Shout out. Yeah, he is. They're just reading Rub Maps and the Detroit Rub Maps. He sent me one that's quite amazing. I don't. <laughs> We can save it. We can save rub maps. I don't. I don't know what exactly we want to run down. What What happened this week? Does anyone give a fuck? I no, see Tom can't. Hanks trending. That means we're. It's a serious stretch. Yep. We're still uh, hanging on to Nicki Minaj. Ugh. Yeah, people tried Nicki for a while. People. Uh, people forgot abortion. That one passed over pretty quick. Oh, you know what's big this week? Is uh, the girl that was that was murdered. Uh, the press complaining that the press doesn't cover enough women of color. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a very, in- that's a, you want to talk about psyops on psyops. Uh, <laughs> the idea that, the idea that uh, the people that have the capacity to cover these topics are not covering these are instead of covering these topics are, are telling us that there's some failure on our part for them not covering these topics. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and as as if it's like a like a like a, a joy and a privilege to be uh, exploited by the media. Well, firstly, let's just let's just get rid of the narrative real quick. This young woman was uh, a big deal because she was a tacky YouTuber, and it gave the press something to follow and something to write about. Like, girl runs away. Uh, from bad household and is exploited by pimp until she uh, is murdered. That's not, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's salacious and juicy, but it happens so much. It's just an episode of law and order. There's nothing to latch onto. While race plays into everything. Anybody that thinks that uh, the news wouldn't manufacture stories out of native girls, if they could is uh, they don't understand anything. There's no effort to keep native girls off the news. <laughs> it's just, uh, hey, give us a story where a native girl is running a YouTube and has all of these other elements, and they'll run it. And also, I saw this thing that was 710 uh, native women in Wyoming have gone missing in the last 10 years. Well, I checked. Wyoming is 91% white. I have to imagine that an equal number of white women have gone missing. Actually, even if native people over index for this type of the, the, like being victims of this type of crime, uh, 
I would still imagine there's probably more white women just by virtue of, uh, of population theory, right? So why weren't any of these people covered? Why weren't the probably thousand to 1500 white women in that same circumstance? What, why weren't they covered? The reason is because it's not a very compelling story. And Gabby Petito showed up on a week on a slow news week. Uh, there was a psyop to get us to stop talking about probably Afghanistan. And here we go. It's got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. It also, it, it, as you said, yes, she's like a YouTube influencer. This whole obsession started on TikTok. It didn't like like so the media picked up on it because it was all anybody is talking about on other on another competing form of media. More popular. Yes, way more pop way more popular. Which speaking of of, of more popular, uh uh what's his face? Um Howard Stern coming for Rogan. <laughs> very embarrassing time to go it's like come on <laughs> i don't want to get i don't want to get too hard on this but we got to put that old man out to pasture it's time yeah and it's it's i i'm 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 a i'm a lover of howard stern but he is it's he's way past his prime it's been over for a while it's you got you got to hand the torch off to someone else man and and rogan's not necessarily then he does something he does a very different thing than what Howard did and what Howard did was great for its time, but it's, it's yeah, we, we don't, we don't really need it anymore. Yeah. I mean, what's, is it, it's not like a meme. It's just a thing. People say retire bitch. Yeah. It's over, man. He's, he's looking real old these days. It's just not. And like the bits aren't funny. It's just, it's kind of sad, but whatever. Who gives a fuck about that shit? Yeah. Everyone cares about this fucking missing white lady. This, this, uh, this, this, I should say white kid, really. She's very young. It's tragic. And it's, and it's like, it really, to me, it underscores like the cruelness of the world that it's like, it's just become fodder for like the fucking, the fucking race culture war. Like that's, that's so depressing to me that like we've looked right past her, like humanity as a person who tragically died at a very young age and we've just fitted in to whatever fucking uh, whatever bullshit that the news media is on. Um, you know, but I just, I, what I can't get past is like, it's, you know, it's not being exploited by the media is like not fun. I don't know why anyone would want such a thing. I don't know why we'd want that more for other people. It's, it's like, it's really not cool. It's like sick. It's like a sick voyeurism. Like I, I like, it's enough that this woman is dead and that's horrible. And it's like, it must be fucking torture for the family. It must be torture for the fucking, the, the, the boyfriend's family, you know, like this is not, it's a sick little media circus. We do. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that like we go through this like depraved cycle every time. Not, I, well, I guess the point is not every time. I, I don't know. I just find the fact that we're all like, upset that this doesn't like that there's racial bias involved like it yo we shouldn't do it at all it's not like we should do it more to other to other people who go missing we should do it less because it's gross oh you mean uh you don't want totally misguided amateur sleuths on reddit uh harassing people that have nothing to do with the case (laughs) 
<laughs> it's gross, man. You, you don't you don't want that. You don't want uh, every uh, pundit trying to de- deliver a hot take that's just to the left or to the right of the last person, so that they can catch some of the reflected uh, clout. I mean, it's it's we don't want it when it's like a school shooting and it's like a dad who's watching Infowars who's yelling at the parents, being like, "Your son never existed." Like we don't want that. But when it's a woman who disappears, like we're all for, you know, watching TikToks from four days ago to see where the van is so we can go to the the town that it was in and, I don't know, harass the locals or something like it's it's just bizarre. People people you, you need jobs, man. You need a job. You need a life and a job. You need a maybe like a wife or a no, or, no, no. A I like here's my life. I'm ma- and my wife. I'm married to going to the Bucky's and screaming at the lady at the gas station that she was the last one to see Gabby alive and she better start fucking talking now. Uh, it's, it's, it's sick, man. I don't fucking get it. It's, it's, but you know what? This will all be over in like a week or so. I don't know. No one will give a shit again. <laughs> something, someone will say a bad thing and, or like a movie will do something, that doesn't jive. I don't know. Something's going to happen. That's going to do. We'll, we'll just move on. We'll just rinse and repeat. I'm surprised this even poked it. Like, God, I mean, this getting through might be a little like shred of evidence that maybe we're, we're going a little bit back to normal. This and the crate challenge thing. It's like, all right, this fe- is starting to feel like 10 years ago. What about the devious lick? Tell me what that is. The devious lick is a, uh, TikTok challenge that TikTok has had to ban. Because it it was too much. Devious lick is like when you steal something or destroy something high pro. It's basically just children, like high school children mostly, destroying their bathrooms or stealing toilets or stealing sinks or stealing. It's like it's about going as there's some really funny ones too where, you know, TikTokers are recording their principles issuing statements over the PA saying things like in my 28 years as an educator, I've never had to say this, but the boys bathroom is locked until further notice because they have been urinating in the soap dispenser. This is disgusting. (laughs) So the devious lick is just so far as I can tell, I'm going to look it up in the uh, urban dictionary, but so far as I can see, it's just destroying or stealing for the pure joy of it. I mean, that's what kids are supposed to be doing. I agree. This, this sounds this sounds like more normal than anything I've, I've heard in a long time. Like, <laughs> yeah, hold on, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> so it's no more complicated than I, than I thought it was. It's an American TikTok trend originating in the fall of 2021, in which students post videos of themselves stealing, vandalizing, or showing off items they stole, primarily from their schools, typically from bathrooms. <laughs> That's good. Good. I agree. I agree. This, this is what, what I, yeah. Yo, know, I'm going to say something wild. This is what America should be. Did I, I lose? Lot. No, yep, I'm back. I uh, this is this is what I did 
in when I was a kid. It was all about destruction of property. It was all about, you know, doing something, uh, you know, egging a house or, uh, you know, drinking in the bathroom at the Wendy's. This is what fucking kids are supposed to do. This is this warms the cockles of my heart. Same. Like, like let's, let's, uh, let's just talk about the fact that if, if it's this or getting hooked on hydrocodone, this let's do this. This is cooler. Or like developing a fucking, uh, like, uh, weird uh, suicidal, like uh, parasocial, like, dependency on on social media do this i mean i guess this is part of that right they're doing it for social media clout but this is at least fun it's fun to break shit uh if i could um the trend originated in september uh after tiktok user jug for elias uh maybe that's jug elias i have no idea Posted a video showing a box of disposable masks they claimed to have stolen from the school with the caption, a month into school, devious lick. <laughs> similar, video, <laughs> similar videos with the term devious lick soon flooded the platform with students stealing items such as soap and paper towel dispensers, toilet paper rolls, exit signs and telephones, as well as urinals, <laughs> restroom sinks, mirrors, floor and ceiling tiles, smart boards and microscopes. All of the videos are accompanied by sped up version of Little B's Ski, ski, base god. Uh, <laughs> that very, fucking rocks. Very. Uh, this is. I like this so much better, man. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's just a bunch of kids getting hit with a vandalism charge. I. Uh, everybody. You know, if you're not, if you're allowed to graduate with your class, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, you, you fucked I mean? up. <laughs> You're supposed to be withheld from, not from, you're not supposed to be held back here. That's too much. But you're supposed to be like punished by not being able to go to uh, your graduation. That's as it should be. Yeah, no, it's cool as hell. That's, that's what, that's who gets remembered. Legend, (laughs) you know, that's when, when people are looking back like in their yearbook or whatever, and they'll be like, where, where was Jeff in here? I don't see him anywhere in here. Oh, he got like. He 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 fucking he he slashed his, the teacher's tires and 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 cut her brakes and uh, she drove into a tree so he wasn't allowed to come to to, to he was in he was in like court during our graduation and they're like yeah man he, Jeff fucking rocked where's he at now and it's always I mean you're dead at that point but like it's that's that's what kids are supposed to be doing man you're not supposed to take the school shit seriously that's the thing that shit that fucks me up about like you know when people are talking about. You know, kids. I don't know the the the, the, the CRT and stuff like that. And it's like, whoever listens to what their fucking teacher said in school. Like it to me, it was always the fucking opposite. Yeah, I, I worry about anybody that. I mean, <clears throat> I talked. I think I told you I talked to a teacher, not on purpose. Everybody, you know that I don't associate with pedos like fucking teachers, but. I had the misfortune of talking to an educator uh, recently and they were going off on that shit about how much they value their students and uh, how how much they mean. And I wanted to be like, Hey, listen, if you are lucky, you'll say one thing that a kid holds close to them, but doesn't even remember that you said it. You are a narcissist for believing that you could impact a child one way or the other. 
Nobody cares if you live or die. That's how I feel about that's how I feel about teachers. Especially your students. They don't they don't fucking give a shit if you live or die. They're like the last people to care. They're like, Did you hear Mr. G died? And they're like, Oh shit, that's fucking crazy. Yo, can, can uh, this is this is a wild one. Share, I, I guess this is common knowledge, but it wasn't common to me. Did you did you know that? Did we talk about Anthony Kiedis and Share? Did we talk about this? No. What's their deal? He slept with her when he when he was thirteen. That fucking no, no. I was my my knee jerk instinct was to say that fucking rocks. Well, <laughs> listen, let's just be honest. All right, let's air that out. <laughs> she was 29. Cher was a very attractive woman when she was that age. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That said, this isn't like a case where she was 19, this was the early 1970s, and like this is a completely different set of rules, and yeah, she did something that we're all kind of uncomfortable with, but I guess things were different, and there was these concepts like ushering boys into manhood that like now we've kind of done away with, but I guess maybe that, you know, let's, let's all kind of like just ignore this. If this actually happened, yo, Cher was fucking wild. <laughs> She's wild. She must have been on fucking quaaludes or something. Like, I mean, she never denied the story. That's crazy. I mean, yo, 13 is pretty young. I mean, I'm sure Anthony Kiedis, uh, not to make excuses for Cher's pedo ass, but like, I'm sure that he did look quite a bit older, but she knew he was young because she was the babysitter. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Like, oh man, 13 is so young. It's, like, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like, let's just call it like, like it is your She's child. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's a she is a pedo. There's no there's no getting around that. That's that's pedophilia. But the, like, uh, not that I'm trying to put any caveats on it at all. It's 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 pretty gross. Like on her part, it's people can't deny. Like, here's the thing: if the, if if the roles were flipped around, oh. Like, could you, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are willing to overlook this because I feel like they they know that there's a difference. I'm not. I can't put my finger on the difference, and it's still gross and weird of share. There's no question. But and like a, a lot of things with like whenever you know someone gets like crucified online or whenever someone's past gets dug up or whatever. Like, how many times have I seen you know? Jerry Seinfeld dated a fucking 17 year old in like 1997 or something like that. Like I've seen that a number of times and people want to, you know, obviously Seinfeld's never been canceled and he's a fucking billionaire anyway. So if his career ended today, it wouldn't fucking matter for him financially. But what my point is like people choose who to kill online. You know what I mean? Like, 
And if Kiedis, if the, if the roles were flipped, like I could see him easily getting killed online, but like no one's going to kill Cher. No, Cher seems to have gotten away with this uh, depraved act. Uh, Scott free. <laughs> Scott free. And is it because she's a woman and, and, and he was a young, a young boy? Like, I don't know. I, a part of me feels like that play is that that's a factor. I, I, I can't help, but, and maybe, Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm fucked up, but a part of me feels like that's, that's a thing. That's, that's a factor in this, uh, in this whole thing. Also, sometimes shit's just so old. Like, does anyone under the age of fucking 25 know who Anthony Kiedis is? No, but he he did lay low the last few years, so it's possible that like because he we've discussed that he's got a weirdo thing in his past. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, he wrote about it in his book. Yeah, and I guess I don't know. Maybe if you write about it in your own book, you get a pass. Is that the way that works? I don't know. I I, I really think a lot of it's just like a lot of these things, and I, I think this is the reason why people lay low is a lot of these things are like I bet for a person like. Anthony Kiedis for a person, you know, to a lesser degree, Cher probably doesn't even remember that this happened, but like for a lot of people that have that skeleton in their closet, you know, like I'm sure maybe a couple times a week they're like, oh yeah, like I hope no one (laughs) digs that up. (laughs) Like even though I wrote about it less, you know, maybe 10 years ago in my autobiography, like I, I like I bet they get hit with a little like mental bolt of lightning like uh oh like yeah, I could oh, be yeah. killed for this I could be killed I could be prevented from future opportunities if the internet just picks up the scent you know so what I, I mean want, I wonder about this sort of stuff a lot okay so if you did the Lufthansa heist from uh, uh, Goodfellas right would you be looking over your shoulders forever with the assumption that you are going to be arrested walking into some restaurant at some point. I, I mean, I'm already like a paranoid dude. So like, I don't know how I like, and that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, if you rob somebody, if you, if like a heist or something like that, to me, that's kind of a victimless crime. So I would like, morally speaking, I wouldn't be like, Oh God, I wouldn't be like, and I wouldn't necessarily worried about be like, you know, you get fucking pedo or sex offender thrown at you. Your, your, your life is over now. It's it's a pretty serious one. It's bad. But like, if you, if you, you know, embezzled money, you're going to do time, you know, like you might do some time and that's scary. That's a scary thought, but I would, it wouldn't like, I wouldn't be at odds with my soul necessarily. Unless I like, unless I was like a Bernie Madoff motherfucker and like some people like ended up in, impoverished because of my, my actions, you know, like yes, that's pretty some, shitty. Some, uh, it's some 80 year old, uh, had to die in like a state hospice. It was smelled like piss and roaches were running over his, uh, near corpse, uh, because you, you took his money. I, yeah, that would be a rough one. I will say. It is, uh, it's like a gift in life. And to our listeners who are like double murderers or killed a child or something, I, this doesn't apply to you. And I'm sorry that, uh, you know, you might be sensitive to this next topic. Um, it's, uh, it's nice to not have, I, cause I thought about this. I like, so sorry, this is going to relate. This is, this is going to be a circuitous, uh, way to the point, which is when, when we drive across the United States, I worry every single day about hitting an animal. It's all I think about when I look at the road. I go, I go, oh, hitting a what? 
an animal of any type. Oh, an animal. Okay. So, cause I don't want to deal with those emotions. Right. And on the occasions that I have hit an animal, I've thought about it for years after. <laughs> so my point is I feel blessed. You call me sensitive. I get very weird about animals. Uh, I think it's a blessing to not have anything that is like you think about dudes who, who are always running from their past that feel like, imagine if you're like a war criminal or like a, you know, like you were involved in a gang rape when you were 19, you know what I mean? Like these things that you like, you probably just have to self-medicate, you know what I mean? To like, yeah, not have to think about these things all the time. Maybe you get really into Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you you become like the grandpa who like sits in the lawn chair, watches the grandchildren on the lawn, and like he's always got a little steady buzz going, like throughout yeah. the entirety of the day. <laughs> and a far away look. <laughs> yeah, far away stare. He's just thinking about all the all the 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 pile of bo- burning bodies in Da Nang, like that. <laughs> that's yeah. You 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 might become that guy. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I if I did something that heinous, it would be it would weigh on my soul. But you know what? There's probably like a certain time period like where it fucks you up for a while and then you lay low enough and then like you realize like, oh, maybe no one's coming for me. And there's this like but it, it I mean it, it probably always sits in your midsection. Like it probably just always just sits there and it probably it can, you know, in the back of your mind you're just waiting for the day. Right. So a lot of these people, Anthony, like I have, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Anthony Kiedis might be walking around thinking about the book he wrote and just thinking like some, someday someone's going to like pick this up and kill me on the internet. I mean, the dude, the dude is, he's 58. Wow. He's older than I thought he was. Uh, dude's almost 60. You know, he's, he's, he's got a nice life. You know, I don't know. I, I presume he's retired. I think they put out an album like a couple of years ago, yeah. Chili Peppers. Uh, you know, it's a, he's had a good stage in his life to, to lay low. There's no more Woodstock 99s, you know? Um, and so like, even if he gets killed, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll pass over. I mean, it's really, it's really weird because pedophilia is like the most like heinous, disgusting fucking thing just about you can do on this earth. And yeah, a lot of bands that, that people worship people. Huh? That one doesn't get much latitude. No. And, but like it's out there, man. Like oh. this it's, I mean, I don't, and, and you know, Bowie, uh, a lot of these rock stars from a certain time period. Hey man, like, we wouldn't it's funny how we still treat a lot of these figures with reverence despite it like pretty much being on record that shit like that happened when you wouldn't do that for anyone who wasn't in the red hot chili peppers you know what i mean you wouldn't do that for you know what i'm saying like we we we'd want swift and certain justice um so you know, yeah. I I don't know. I don't have the answers to that. It's just a it, that's just what it is. Yeah, it, like it's it's not particularly fair, but yeah, if a dude is a, like a municipal employee, works for the water department, uh, you're not cutting him any slack on this particular crime. No. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, you know, uh, Steven Tyler is uh, seen as some like adorable grandpa. 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it's, uh, yeah, it, that's, it is what it is, man. I mean, I like Led Zeppelin, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I've, 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 I've read things and yeah, I mean, you, you've been on the tip forever. It's been talked about to death. It's like, but like, you know, the notion of separating the art from the artist is, is not, is not, I mean, they, they play fucking, Michael Jackson and R. Kelly on the radio all the time still. So like we all do it. You know what I mean? Like we, we, everyone to some degree does it. I mean, people fucking still worship Allen Ginsberg, the guy, didn't he fucking like defend Nambla? Yeah. But so I've tried reading on that. Apparently it was just among certain intellectuals. It was just an in vogue thing to defend. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty weird. I, I think it's uh, fucking disgusting. I think Paglia uh, supported it and has since pulled her support for it. Uh, it's pretty weird. I mean, the, here's the problem, right? There's some internet um, intellectual guy. I don't. I, I think he's for kids. I'll be honest. I don't. Under, it's like he falls to me in that same world as like Chris Chan, where he's not that, but he he's kind of known by the same people he's whatever he's a dude that he, I guess he's like Jordan Peterson for, for like the honest to God redditor, like the, like, you know, like a 24 year old, whatever. But this dude, the only reason I ever see him is like, he'll blow up on my feet a couple times a year because he'll take like an extreme libertarian uh, argument towards things that like, look, everybody, there's certain things that even if you had a cogent argument or a point or you wanted to explore the idea, and this is coming from me, the guy who is pedantic as fuck, who thinks that we should be able to talk about anything. This is just for your own health. And I'm saying this to the autistics in our audience who cannot stop themselves from saying, oh, well, what about I, – I, look, I'm right there with you. But you can't do race science. And you can't do well. What is the what is consent really? Yeah, nah. you can't do either one. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure some of you are smart as hell. I'm sure some of you have uh, points that you that you or just questions, you know. But those are two that literally nobody on earth wants to hear you talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, you can't win. You know what I mean? Like. You're going to win over like the 35, like likewise pedantic weirdos who are like, mm, mm, he has a good point though, but you're just going to cause yourself so much pain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- those are ones to avoid. Yeah. Maybe we should avoid it. Maybe we should change the topic. I don't know. Shares, shares a freak. She a freak. Also, uh, uh, I'm sure, uh, there's no validity to race science at all. Moving on. Race science, but like phrenology. Yeah, like, like, do, like, is there any intellectual differences between races? I isn't hasn't that been decidedly a no? Oh, you got silent. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. Uh, I have a friend who is a researcher. That's his career. He's a scientist. He's uh, well regarded. Uh, he's known in his field. He tells me that people in his line of work, they build studies to not include race 
but I don't mean to not to not account for it, but but to make sure that they are blind to it, not that they don't have any knowledge that they can't, <clears throat> and not because uh, they're worried about some bias on their part, because the data is the data. Uh, they're worried that they might see something that they can't unsee. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> that there is this whole thing, this whole branch of science that is like you and I have to sit here and go, it's important that our listeners recognize that we are ignorant to this subject and we have no opinions on it. Um, because to even suggest that this is that science is free inquiry and, and the notion of exploring uh, potentially uh, perilous topics so that we have a better understanding of this world. This is one where we all, it, we all benefit from remaining stupid because I don't for a second suggest that I know what the answers to these questions would be. And I certainly don't suggest that they're necessarily what maybe some racists think they might be, but they wouldn't know until they looked and nobody wants to look. No one wants to look, man. Uh, no, no one. There's a lot of brave people in this world. The people have done a lot of brave things. I. No one wants to be that guy. No nah. one wants to be that pioneer. Nah. <laughs> it's just not. Nope. Nope. Nah. Too many landmines. Nope. Let's not even. Nope. Let, we won't go there. Um. It, but that is interesting. I didn't. I didn't really know about that. Um. What else we got? Uh, what's uh, what should we? Is this the point? We I feel like we've talked about things. Maybe now we can do. Uh, maybe we can give the people a little rub maps. Okay. Uh, do you? Should I? I've been uh, uh, sort of uh, s- sharpening my scenario skills in the in the vehicle. Are you familiar with scenario? Sen- like like the concept of a scenario. That well, yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. yeah, I, I know what scenarios are. So, you know how I will ask you a largely rhetorical question several times a day, where it doesn't seem to entertain anybody as much as I, it entertains me. Where I'll say, "What if?" and it's like almost like dead. It's like a dead subject. Like I do this to you all the time. I do this to everyone in my life all the time. Yes, you do. I do it to my bandmates when I'm on these, we've just driven 12 hours a day for three days and I do it all the time. So it's basically, I set up a scenario and then ask you what, how you would respond to it. Okay. Okay. So let's say, for example, here's one that I posited to uh, my bandmates. You are away on tour, right? You, Eric, you're yeah. a musician, very successful. Okay. Uh, you come am, I in a, am I in a van like you, or am I in like a tour bus? You're in a, a tour bus, but uh, you're kind of living over your means. Okay. Uh, this is good, though. You're ans- asking questions. It's good because it helps paint a fuller picture. Yeah. So you come back from a long tour. Uh, things were good with you and your girlfriend. In this scenario, you have a girlfriend. 
she is kind. She's uh, beautiful. You don't, you're not thinking about marriage because you'd like to keep it, things fun, but this could be the one, you know, uh, you come back and she's rich, genuinely rich. Like okay. she has a ton of cash on hand and she's talking about making major investments. Okay. All right. You with you with me so far? Are you happy for her? I'm I'm with. Yep. You gotta. Am I am I happy for? Her? Is that what you asked? Yes. Yeah, I'm happy for. Her. Jesus, I heard some like weird lingering resentment in your voice. Are you one of these dudes that can't let a woman win? No, I'm happy to let her win, especially if she's if she's with me. Win more, get more money. What money's good? It's our money. Okay. Okay, but she tells you. I mean, are you curious at least about how she's making this money or, or do we end the scenario here? You don't even ask. It doesn't matter to you. <laughs> so the, the scenario is I'm, I'm, I'm a touring musician. I'm living above my means. I'm in a tour bus. I'm doing okay. I'm not, I'm not Motley Crue, but I'm, you know, I'm not a uh, self-defense family. I'm like in between. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're getting older. Things could go the other way. Right. Okay. Um, meanwhile, my girlfriend is at home and she's she's killing it. She's got money coming in. She's investing the money. That's that's yeah. the scenario. Yeah, but I, and she, but prior to your leaving, she was between jobs and really stressed about money. I'd be like, baby, what are you stressed about money for? You got money. What are we talking about? So, are you curious what she did for the money? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Where's the money come from? Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. She runs an OnlyFans called The Endless Butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How do you feel about this? Well, what is, is it just like a, is it just your standard OnlyFans? I mean, what's, what's the gimmick that makes it so lucrative? So it's highly niche in that it's a length a length game like the the name is the endless butthole because it's about putting the longest things possible into her okay do you see so so far you sound very approving are you good with this so far i mean i think so i mean what's the big deal okay well i just uh, you know it, it before this it, she had expressed that she wanted to be uh in public office oh well Mm, might be hard for the, the, the endless butthole, that, but you know what? I wouldn't even rule it out. I would say just, I mean, the media is going to have a field day with you and you're going to be exposed to a large amount of people that otherwise wouldn't know you existed. But, uh, 
you know, if you're really dedicated to being in office and you think you're, you're, I, I mean, I, I will support her either way, you know, but I, I would advise that, Hey, it might be kind of tough. Uh, a lot of things are going to be said about you if you choose to put yourself in this position. But you're not insecure about this either from the, the point of view that a lot of people are seeing your partner in a very intimate way. And also she's uh, almost daily setting new world's records for the length of things that are fitting inside of her. I mean, if she's setting records, I'd be honored, honestly, like uh, that, that that's an achievement, but the only way in which I'd feel any kind of weirdness, honestly, is like, it would be awkward to introduce to like my family. <laughs> like if my parents were like, so what does she do? And I'd be like, well, you know, she kind of, she kind of works for her. Uh, yeah. She's entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be, that would be kind of, but it would be funny. Like I wouldn't really care. It wouldn't be a deal breaker. It, I could, it would be awkward and I would be, I might feel a little like, Shame's not though. It's definitely not shame, but it would just be awkward. It would be like an awkward conversation to have with your family that your girlfriend is the longest butthole. <laughs> but it would not be a deal breaker. Okay, all right, that's good. L- l- let me let me hit you with uh, another one then. All right? Okay, you enjoying this game? Yeah, it's fun. Okay, so uh, let's say similar scenario. Okay, you, you come back from tour. Uh, your girl is doing very well. It seems, uh, you get the impression that it is, it's camming, right? Um, it's a, it's sex work, you know? Um, and she sits you down and she says, I, I wanted to talk to you about all this money that I've got since you were away. And she says, you know, I, I've, I don't just love you. I respect you. I, I value you and your opinion on things. And, it scares me that uh, maybe you would ever judge me. You know, that would hurt me so much. I don't, sure. I don't want you to, I don't want to feel judged by you. Um, I don't want to be combative with you. You're, you're, you're my, you're my partner. And I, I just love you so much. You following this so far? So she, she's, she's feeling a little insecure about my judgment for her being the longest butthole. No, no, no. This is not the longest butthole anymore. Oh, okay. We're, we're off that. Yeah, different scenario. Okay, so she. Okay, so she is. But I. What's What's the insecurity? What does she feel? Well, this is the thing. You came back. She's got a lot of money, and you know she feels like she's got to explain, right? Okay. She's just prepping you. She says, "You know, I've uh, I've always wanted to work with kids." Okay. That's your answer. Okay. Okay. Go on. Uh, wow, you sound like a real insensitive boyfriend. I'm just, come on, get to the fucking point. So she says, I needed money. Nobody's hiring. I was talking to some girlfriends who cam, but I really didn't want to risk my future working with kids. You know how some people can be judgmental. Sure. So I found a corner of sex work. She's not fucking dogs, is she? No, no, no. What? What is that? Not a thing that'll jam you up? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that one would jam me up. So 
she says, listen, I, um, I found a corner of sex work where nobody will ever find out. And uh, it pays super well because it's really niche. Okay. Um, are you, are you curious by the way? Is you, are you like, wow, what's, what is this? Yes. I would love to know. Okay. Um, she says, so, so I cam, I make custom videos for people who are willing to pay a lot of money for what I do and they'll never share it. They'll, I promise you they'll never share it. Okay. Okay. What is it? I perform, you know, dildo, uh-huh. solo masturbation uh-huh. in blackface. <laughs> Uh, she says that she her name she goes by Cristel Nigeria oh boy she says that she's confident that nobody will ever share these videos because that would mean that they would have to cop to having these videos right that is true that is true she, she makes these videos for Hardcore racists. <laughs> well, I would have concerns. Is would I would I like break up with her on the spot? That's what I'm asking. I uh, I I might advise against it. I might I might suggest maybe there's there's other niches to explore. But she's making real money doing this one. Yeah, she's I would think. She's got 60 clients and they all pay her $500 a video. <sighs> she met them all on a racist forum. And she says they're kind of, I've met some interesting people. They're not so bad. <laughs> well, eh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. Really? Yeah. That's, you that's... sound judgmental. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm I'm being judgmental a little bit. Okay, that's good to know. It's uh, it's well, I mean, I would be concerned for her safety. Should it ever should it ever get out that she's doing this bullshit? So you're not concerned about like the, you know, like you you don't judge her for pursuing because this isn't really hurting anyone. I don't think. Do you think? I mean, not like. Is it like not helping race relations? That's true. No, it's not like physically assaulting. Here's the thing: it's almost certainly a thing that exists. Oh, I guarantee it. It's it's one hundred percent. If if ever, people who are listening to this podcast, like if you're if you're uh, if you're taken aback by Patrick's uh, scenario here, one hundred percent, go on incognito mode, and you can find it in point three seconds if you're willing to type the words in the search. Um, it's out there now. What you're asking me is, would I date the woman that that performs this sort of thing? Yeah, uh, here's in this scenario, you're already dating her. Right, right. So she's revealing it to me. Yes. It, it's it it would it's a discussion. You know what I mean? It's not like I'd I'd run out the door, but I would have to. I mean, this would become a a larger sort of thing. It's interesting that she would be so, uh, upset at, at she would, she would fear judgment. 
Like it's like it's like it would be that personal to her. Like this just sounds like because it sounds like she's just doing it for the money. She says that you are the only person whose opinion matters here. She doesn't care about these. You know, she says that, you know, like skin daddy 88 isn't as bad as as he seems, you know, but she says you're the only person that that she cares about and she really would love your support. I, I I might have to advocate for finding another another niche. I mean, that's the thing with 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 sex; it's such a broad spectrum. I mean, we don't have to we don't have to do something that's because this the thing. It's it's leave out the judgment part of it. It's just a fucking liability. Well, she says the money is really good, and she would like you to play the slave owner. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is that where you draw the line? Yeah, I can't do that. No, I think that 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 would be pretty gross. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that. You know what? Everybody's got their thing. <laughs> Listen, like I said, well, here's the thing. See, my fear would be that she would be that she would get in. You know, if should her identity get exposed, she could be in some real fucking trouble. But the thing is, like we just acknowledged, this is totally a thing that exists and people do on the internet. Are, I mean, I suppose these people don't have any scruples about it that are out there actually doing it outside of this hypothetical. One more hypoth- One more scenario? All right, fine, do it. Okay, you come home. It doesn't have to be from tour. Let's say that you just come home from your job. Okay. Right? You went to the office this day. And your girl is in an absolute panic. She says, thank God you're home. Did anybody see you come in? God. That's your response? to What, what does that mean to her? Answer the question. <laughs> I don't think so. What's going on? She says, I need your help. We have no time. Okay. Uh-oh. What's happening? She says, the police are on their way. Fuck. She says... I've been dealing cocaine. Okay. I need your help hiding it. Like good fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so are you with it so far? Uh, yeah, I'm with it. Okay. Uh, do you have any suggestions? Like where to hide it? Yeah. Uh, geez, that's like, like it's happening right now. The cops are on their way right Here's, now. They could be at, they could kick the door down any second. Fuck. Um, and the thing, and if you flush it, that's like, it's like flushing $60,000 down the toilet. Well, she says destroying it is not an option because the cartel will kill you both. Fuck. Oh God. <laughs> um, maybe chuck it into the neighbor's yard or something. Go back, get it later. Yeah, go back get it later because they they have a search warrant for the house, right? So so the the neighbor's garage is up against our property. Maybe fucking break the window and throw it in there. He's grilling. And then you you break the window, you throw it in there, and you say, "Sid, if you open your fucking mouth, I'll kill you." Okay, she she says, Eric, all your ideas are stupid. I've already thought of something. Okay, what, what's the, what's the idea? She pulls her shirt up. All right, and. She's bleeding pretty profusely. Oh, shit. Uh, from her breasts. This is a lot to fucking throw at me. I'm just getting home from work. Jesus Christ. 100%. But this is sometimes how life is. It's true. So 
She's bleeding profusely from underneath each breast. She says, you have to stuff the cocaine into my breast. Don't say no. That's going to fucking kill you, baby girl. She says, I've never thought of you as a weak man. Please don't change my mind. This can't be my girlfriend. She can't can't know me that well. There's no chance she knows me that well if this is the case. The scenario just became unbelievable. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. So, no, I don't. I don't think stuffing the cocaine in her open wounds is the is the best course of action here. Yeah, but she doesn't care what you have to say. She does not want to go to jail, and she doesn't want you to go to jail because she reveals that she's been making these very over the top, big deal, kingpin style drug moves on your phone when you're asleep. Fuck. You ever like, here's what I think about, right? Like I've worked on like true crime docs and stuff like that. And they, they talk, you know, people in the documentaries talk about the moment that like shit hits the fan or like the moment that they find out that their kid is dead or something like that. And it's like, these are, these are moments that like set the tone, this sets the course for like the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. this is like, so like in this, mo- like when guy gets home from work, wife reveals that the cops are on the way to raid the house. This is like, this is at least the next couple of years of your life, buddy. Like whatever move you make, like it doesn't really matter. This is like the situation that you're in. If you just, yes. dis- if you throw your wife under the bus and run out to the cops and say, this bitch crazy. She's been using my phone. Like I'll cooperate, uh, wherever you want. Like if you're, if you're, if you throw her away like that, or if you're like, come on, baby, we'll get in the car and we'll run. Like no matter what choice you make, this is your life now. And I wonder if people like in these moments fucking realize that. And I wonder if that's like, what a like dooming feeling that is. Oh Yeah. Like, fuck, that's your, this is your fucking life now. That sucks. Yeah. Well, like it, I mean, hopefully people's lives aren't, aren't that dramatic, but like that's. You haven't really answered the question. Are you going to stuff these or not stuff these? Am I going to stuff cocaine in her open wounds? No, probably not. I mean, they're bags. They're closed bags. Yeah, but like, no, I I, I don't want to deal. Wait, what? Wait. So she, the insinuation is that she made the. The wounds herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she is convinced that this. She knows that this will get you guys out of this. It's not. I mean, it's not going to get us out of this because as soon as the cops come in, they'll be like, "Why? Why are you bleeding profusely?" Well, okay, that's the rub. Is that she's uh, done an absolute mountain of cocaine and isn't making any sense at all. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, it's like a, it's a bitch move, but like the only if you're in that situation, the only move you can do is like cooperate with the fucking the feds that are about to break down the door. Oh my God! I mean, you're fucked. You're fucked. You, you're fucked. What do you do? This is crazy. I mean, you're you're like a hair from a fucking bullet in your head. I can't believe how disloyal you are to my psychotic cocaine frenzied wife. Yeah, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, it depends on on you know the relationship, right? I mean, like, how long how long are we together? Oh, you've been together for four years, married for th- almost three. No, less than five. I'm throwing her in. <laughs> I'm throwing it. If it's like if it's been twenty years, I might have to. I might have to stand by her. You know, that's that's a that's a long investment. But you know, it, I don't know. I can't. It is. 
this is this is a lot to put on somebody, man. Wow. This is a big thing to put on somebody. You're asking me to fucking throw my life away, basically. I I'm sort of like I've always known you to be like pretty pretty solid and like uh you know a, a, a man of honor. Well, I I feel like I am, but man, when the rubber hits the road and you're looking at the fucking uh, decade in prison for some shit you weren't even fucking involved in, that's a <laughs> tough call, man. Decade in prison. I wanna I wanna. This is actually a great segue because I wanna. If you're on Rub Maps, I wanna talk about. Uh, dude, the guy. <laughs> do you want to do dude? You want to do a full, uh, dude, the guy, uh, 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 Patreon right now. Um, we could do a dude, the guy pay. Well, you know what? I feel like we should do a, let's Teaser? run through dude, the guy real quick. And then maybe we'll do uh with them. We'll continue doing page because dude, the guy is too good to not have on the main episode. Okay. Let me let me find his his uh, he's he's in the Detroit area. He has four reviews. Username, yeah, dude the guy, all one word. His avatar is the is the mushroom from Mario. Okay, yeah. He's been a member since January 25th, 2014. These four reviews tell a story. <laughs> yeah, please. And I well, I don't I don't so I don't have I need you to look them up because you have the account. I need you okay. to read them. All right. It's in Michigan. Yeah, it should, should I, th- I believe it's Detroit. This was a very strong suggestion from my buddy in the FDNY. I love that this is what he's doing. <laughs> it's, it's the whole it's the whole like I said the whole engine is off on the on the rub maps now. <laughs> uh you got to get more information from him. You got to tell me if this is like a thing that they're like are they going to these spots now? Oh, I don't know, but but they said now it's like uh, when they're, when they're hazing the proby, they, they make them read these. I can't find dude, the guy just yet. Let's see. Oh no. I hope he didn't fucking like delete his account or something. Hold on. Why have they been harassing him? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, you can't find his account. Oh, found him. Nice. Okay. So you want me to go in timeline order? Yes. Uh, oh, Wow. <laughs> This is interesting. Um, okay. This one is from uh, uh, 2013. Um, 2014. February 2014. Parking is horrible. It shares a strip mall with like 30 other stores. I couldn't park near the place and had to walk like 50 feet from the place to the last available parking spot there. Man, I just paid 60 bucks for a shitty massage and 100 for a pretty cool blowjob. But I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it to anybody though. I walked in and was laying there for about 15 minutes naked. I guess they had to finish up with the other guy. I bet that guy is reading this right now. LOL. She had the mom rock radio station on the whole time. 105.1. I never put the towel over my ass because I wanted her to know I was there for the down and the dirty, dirty. The first thing I, she did was tickle my ass. I giggled like a schoolgirl when she did it. She had so she finally started the massage and she hardly knew how to massage. Literally, she just moved her hands around my body. I told her harder and it felt like something I could do at home. Seriously, I could have rubbed my back at home and gave a better massage. When she went around to my head, I started to feel on her legs to test out the waters. 
This was the first time going to a massage parlor. And after reading hundreds of reviews on here and going through the forums, I knew I had to start the contact. She asked if I was giving a massage too. We laughed and then I kept going and moved my way up her ass. She let me do it. So I knew it was on a few more minutes of shitty rubbing on my back. And she asked me what I wanted to, wanted to do. I asked her if I could, if I could, if I should flip. And she said, does that make you horny? I laughed and flipped. So on the flip, she started to tease the dick a little and asked me and asked how much I got. I told her 60 and she said she would just play with a little. I said 80 and then said 100. And she made the mouth movement. And I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sad I had to pay 100 just for a blowjob. But beggars can't be tutors. Got up and gave 100 and she walked out. I expect... I expected the police to walk in and I just like, I'd just been busted in grand theft auto, but she walked back in and started to take off her clothes. She let me kiss her on the lips, just a peck, no tongue or anything fancy. She kept talking about how impressive, how impressed she was with my, this is capitalized big black cock. I told her I get that from a lot of women. Then I pulled out her tits out and started sucking them. Uh, by the way, I think I might have to, I might have to interrupt myself. I'm, at a friend's house, and I think his wife is trying to sleep in the next room. So we, we <laughs> She's might, getting a nice little bedtime story. We might have to revisit this one. <laughs> this might have to be a tease for a future episode because the whole concept here, I think, without giving too much away, is uh, if I've got this correct, dude the guy has an experience here, and then dude the guy has an experience not here. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say what happens to the guy because I want, I want dude. The guy goes, goes no, to prison. No, you, you can't, you cannot reveal this. What, but I, I want, I'm just, I just, I, I mean, I no, want people no. to be ready for, for what's coming. No, you can't. Here's the thing. The majority of our listeners are not going to sign up to rub maps to look at this. That means that we've got a week to tease this out. All right, fine. Then, then bleep what I said just before. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's leave it at this. We have to find a time to do a Patreon. Uh, uh, my schedule on these tours is ass. Um, but let's figure it out. Yeah, I'm around, If you want to do tomorrow, I can do tomorrow. Uh, during the, well, we can talk about this off air. Uh, well, actually let's just be like the most boring podcast ever. All right. Um, are you available at all during the day? I can probably make the day we can, I can carve out a Patreon episode during the day. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It might be, it might be like closer to early evening. Does early evening work for you? By the way, for our listeners that are still listening to this point, congratulations. If uh, it's what's what, what do you, okay. Well, what do you define as early evening? Like six? Really being like a little difficult now. I well, I'm just uh, well. So early evening could be like between four and yeah, like seven. Six, six, say six. Six. I can do. I can. I can bang out a Patreon at six p.m. Yes, New okay. York time, Eastern Standard Time. We'll try that, and uh, we'll make a decision between now and then if we want to tell the dude the guy saga on Patreon or if you want it out here because I I, I haven't read the dude the guy uh, saga as you've been exposed to from your friends at the FDNY. <laughs> But, uh, by the way, how did they find it? They just go to the worst cities in North America. And I think up. that's what, I think they just pulled the, our gimmick from the show. I think they were just like, <laughs> let's go to the shittiest parts of the country and see what's up. And they also, yeah, they realized what we did. We're the, they're just like, a lot of these guys are fucking truckers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Uh, I, I, so what if we did – dude, the guy has four reviews. He what does. if we do one review each week? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Let's we do the did dude, the, the guy odyssey. <laughs> this is the this is part one of dude the guy series yeah i mean i haven't even finished this one it, it, they're kind of long reviews they are long reviews all right we'll do dude the guy the odyssey and you and i'll do like a straight rub maps for patreon uh when we discuss this hopefully tomorrow evening my t- evening your time uh like afternoon my time Okay, sounds good to me. All right, everybody, you know what the deal is. Patreon.com slash Worst Possible Timeline. Go there. You donate some money. You get some episodes. Uh, You can leave us a message, 205-509-9785. We'll do messages again soon. Promise, definitely next week for sure. Uh, Twitter, at WP Timeline on Twitter. You can go there. You can get at us there. Worst Possible Timeline at gmail.com. Hit us up there. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get at you soon. Get at you soon. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast? for the first time in your miserable life. I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.